0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. But this is a really big year for you. It is? Yeah. Did you know that? No. Really?
1: I mean, like, why would I know that?
0: Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Horoscope It Out. My name is Aliza Kelly, and I am in... A sandwich. I'm the meat of a really exciting sandwich and I cannot wait to look at these charts. Awesome. What kind of bread are we? (laughs) We have a Pisces and we also have a Taurus variety. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be a delicious meal. So Rachel, did you know that you're a Pisces? Someone once told me that I was a like a sextuple Pisces. Yes, they were right. Okay. Um, you are a Pisces Sun. You are a Pisces Rising. You are a Pisces Mercury. You are a Pisces Saturn. You are a Pisces Mars. You are a Pisces Chiron. You are a Pisces Juno. And you are a Pisces Moon.
1: Well, I don't know what that means, but it sounds
0: like a very magical. It's, and that is exactly
1: I don't what I know means. what a Chiron is. But okay. <laughs>
0: You don't often see this kind of lineup uh, with so many planets concentrated in the same sign. So to have this in your chart is really it is a superpower. It's it's really special, it's really magical, and your ability to connect with people is really meaningful because of all of this. Now, that's not to say it's always easy. There are also some planets in here, you know, such as Saturn, which is the planet of rules and restrictions, and Mars, which is the planet of sort of action and momentum, and Chiron, which is a deep wound that might complicate that intuition and might not, might make it feel like it's not always safe for you to fully surrender to what you already know. However, when you work with all of these planets, there is this, it's like you can, predict the future, you can read people's auras, maybe you could even commune with uh, people on the other side. Really? Yeah. But it's really, I mean, this is a profound amount of energy to be concentrated in a certain area. So it takes something really monumental in the sky to activate this. And I like to say this thing called, there are no coincidences. It just so happens that this year, we have Jupiter, the planet of expansion in Pisces, for the first time in 12 years, Amazing. going through all of these planets. So every single one of these planets is going to get activated by this planet of abundance, and it's it's gonna make things really happen. I think something has already happened, or is about to, and there's no doubt that this is gonna be a year that is that you really remember, and that has really a very monumental lasting effect on your life, in whatever way you choose. The cool thing about having all of this in the first house, which is the area of your chart around your identity, is that there is—you have choices. You can sort of choose how you want to work with this energy and how you want it to enhance your life. So it could be professional, it could be personal, it could be about um, how you changing your sort of perception of how you interact with other people. I have a feeling that this is going to come by way of a very unexpected. Magical opportunity uh, that somebody—it just sort of drops on your lap.
1: Well, ju- this is weird, but just this week I got offered a Broadway show. Really? So, like two days
0: ago. Like that's out it. of the blue. There she go, she so, <laughs> so, I can't. Go <laughs> like, please, 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 the
1: please. book. <laughs> so, like, I've never done Broadway, so that's like a big deal to me. You know? That is a that really big deal. That just happened. Well, congratulations. That's, yeah, that's one thing. I don't want to say one little thing, but I mean that's one big thing. But out of
0: who knows. This is going to be a game-change year. Woo! Yeah.
1: Wow. I'm going to leave here with bolster with the power of Jupiter. Like, nothing I'm can stop go. me.
0: Yeah, this wow. is really phenomenal. We're all three Pisces moon. Oh, OK. Which is just that, I guess that's the sandwich. What does that mean when you have your moon and something? So your moon is your emotional inner world. Oh. It is what is happening on the inside. Intuition that. and creativity, a lot of a lot of writers are have Pisces moons. Yes, or, or right. Yeah, writers, performers, hmm. musicians, creative, yeah. creative people. Because the Pisces energy is very much about all things that exist in the subconscious. So it is very dreamy. It is very ethereal. It is very fantastical. So big imagination. The other really really cool thing is that this year in 2022 we have Jupiter and Neptune making a connection in Pisces. For you, that is going to be right on uh, your Chiron, right next to your Moon, right next to your Juno. And that connection only happens every 144 years. And the last time that it was in an opposition was actually the Wizard of Oz. So it's kind of that same, you know, from black and white to technicolor energy that we're going to be experiencing this year uh, with this beautiful Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. So anyone with Pisces placements is going to be really feeling this opportunity open up. Can I ask a
1: question? Are Pisces indecisive and chaotic? (laughs) Yes, yes, Yes. okay. Okay. I just, I wanted that like confirmed. Because I'm I'm always like, oh, I'm a Pisces. I lost my keys, I'm a Pisces. And then I was like, is that part of it? Or is that just my excuse for when? (laughs) It's probably a
0: little bit of both. (laughs) No, but Pisces um, are very much sort of, they're represented by two fish swimming in opposite directions. One is moving towards the physical, real world, and the other is towards the ethereal, astral, you know, non-physical realm. So Pisces energy is always sort of straddling and riding that line between what's real and what's not real, so it makes things like keeping track of your keys impossible. Impossible. Okay. <laughs> it's I it's like too it. mundane. Okay. <laughs> Rachel is four triple Pisces. I think pretty. She's so she can be very structured about things too. I mean, or can like meet deadlines and things like that. If you just completely surrendered and succumbed to this, you would be take it to your bed. You'd be a mermaid. You'd be fully just in yeah. in the siren waters yeah. of fantasy. So there are certainly things that anchor you back to reality. And I would say a lot of that. You know, one of the things that's really cool about your chart is that it has and you can see it has this beautiful square here. So you have what is called a grand cross in your chart in the mutable placements. So it's between the Pisces, your Jupiter and Gemini, um, all of these planets in Virgo, and then your Midheaven, which is your career, your legacy, how you're going to be remembered, and that's in Sagittarius, which is really um, expansive. You know, it's about, it's living larger than life, it is uh, challenging the status quo, it is, pushing boundaries, so this square, this grand cross that you have in your chart is is really like an engine that fuels you, so even when you get stuck and even when the sensitivities start to go into hyperdrive, there are other things in your chart that kind of pull you out of that's that. That's awesome. Yeah, does that resonate with you? I mean, the, yeah. s- the Broadway show, that's like incredible. I mean, having a great year ahead, yes, that resonates. <laughs> yeah, I want
1: it to resonate, so
0: that's really interesting. Wow, yeah, thank this you. Is, this is gonna be big. So, there we have it, another episode of Horoscope It Out. What else is there to say? Thank you both so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. So fun. So, your year ahead. Yes, yes, tell me. You're going to feel this shift internally as opposed to externally first. This is going to be something that does require that sort of compromise. Scorpio is the. Of the, <laughs> the sea. Of yes. The sea. <laughs> yes, it is. I never thought I was going to have to say that on camera.
1: This is Sarah, and this is Beth, and we are Pan Soup Politics, a podcast where we take a different approach to the news. We talk about news, we talk about politics, but we also talk about parenting and travel and pop culture and how all of that affects how we understand the world. We're really different people. Sometimes you'll hear us agree and sometimes not. We think that's where the fun is. We laugh and learn together and with all of you twice a week, every week. Pantsuit Politics is about engaging with each other and the news without the anxiety and the frustration. We hope you'll join our conversation every Tuesday and Friday because politics doesn't have to be exhausting. Our listeners tell us it's like time spent with your good friends who did their homework.